Well, we're back. We're back. Hey, everybody. Tommy Martinson here and Brian Seafried. Good to see you. And we're your hosts. Or hear you. Um, welcome to this session of Greenhouse Home Groups. Um, this is for those that are in our home groups or really anyone can listen to this. Um, we're glad that you're with us. This particular season of our home groups, we have eight weeks and we're, we're kind of hoping that every other week we can provide for you a podcast that gives um, discussion to what we're going after. So this particular session, we um, are teaching on unveiling wisdom and discernment, navigating life's difficulties. Mm-hmm. This is something that we just sense, I mean, all of us need, right? Uh, scripture is like above all else, seek wisdom. Th- this is something that we need for life, godliness, for for following Jesus, for navigating life in LA, for sure. We have twists and turns every single day of yeah. of navigating different difficulties either either in our lives or the lives of people around us hurting people around us being light in the darkness how do we navigate all of these things yeah yeah i think one of our hearts for this is really to um go after our like internal worlds and our external worlds like to really um seek god and learn from the word what what is our internal world supposed to look like and what yeah. is it uh what can it look like in in this life that jesus mm-hmm. says uh that he offers abundant life um and then how can we really be effective um as like soldiers moving outward into the world to to bring the kingdom of god yes so we are so excited to to go on this journey together, um, kind of just as we did in the last um, round of podcasts. We really just want to seek God in a in a in a deeper way in this uh, platform, in this, mm-hmm. uh, and this and go deeper to really glean like scholarly understanding as well as deeper scriptural understanding mm-hmm. um, and practical application for our lives. That maybe on like a a typical Sunday we won't, wouldn't go this deep into. So Yeah, exactly. And our whole goal with um, church is to be, of course, spirit-led, but we also are really attempting to hear the Lord on taking the whole church um, and anyone else that's following along that doesn't maybe even go to Evergreen, but take take individuals on a discipleship journey as a whole community. Yeah. And so we felt this was a, a key for this season. Um, and to parallel some of the other things God's doing in our courses as well as on Sundays. So this particular um, teaching that we're going after today is on anxiety. Um, this is from what I've researched and heard from um, from both scholars and those who are kind of doing surveys. Anxiety is one of the top issues of our day. Mm. Um, Gen Z specifically millennials definitely (laughs) are struggling with all forms of anxiety Um, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment but before we jump into this particular session on anxiety um, brian's going to give a quick overview of of proverbs because proverbs will be our main launching pad for this this teaching on wisdom and discernment Um, Mm -hmm. it is known as the book of wisdom and so He's going to go through that format, and then we're going to jump into kind of a more pastoral approach to anxiety. Yeah, awesome. Uh, thanks, Tommy. Um, so as we approach Proverbs, what um, scholars have kind of gleaned is the first nine chapters, so Proverbs 1 through 9, uh, actually enters into like a didactic teaching form uh, that really gleans the um, 
or really like attempts to teach us the like the literary, rhetorical, and theologic context for how to understand what is called Proverbs proper. So uh, in chapters one through nine, you're going to get 10 teachings that will um, give you what you need in order to interpret and understand and apply mm -hmm. um, Proverbs 10 through uh, 21. Mm -hmm. So with that, uh, Proverbs 10, 10 through 21 is what's called Proverbs proper, which is the, so the, the Proverbs of Solomon, the, the wisest man to have ever lived. Um, mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, uh, or after that, we would go into just other collections of really prominent mm -hmm. um, wisdom literature yeah. uh, of the time. Um, so you would have things like the 30 sayings of the wise in Proverbs 22 or further sayings of the wise in Proverbs 24. And then you'd have collections of Hezekiah's men um, in Proverbs 25. And then what's called the saying of Agur mm -hmm. in Proverbs 30. And then obviously in Proverbs 31, you get the, um, the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of overall what you see um interestingly enough is in starting in proverbs 1 you see uh like the writer actually acknowledges and um speaks directly to a a son a male and then in proverbs 31 you see him end with a female with a woman um mm -hmm. so you kind of get on each book end um Basically, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is saying this is for everybody. Yeah. This is for both genders. This is for mm -hmm. um, all people, rich, poor, um, and any socioeconomic status, any race, color, creed, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, these Proverbs are for anybody. And I think what's really interesting is um, Proverbs has been used in very, very uh a wide breadth of different disciplines like psychology, sociology, like mm -hmm. business, all these different things. So mm -hmm. um, the, the Proverbs of the Bible are very, very useful for, uh, for life. Great. And that's the structure. And just to kind of recap, bullet point, the author is mostly Solomon, though there's other contributors. Mm -hmm. The audience was originally Israel, but these are for everyone now. They're written to you. So we can, we can, we can know... Uh, with confidence that these words are still alive for us. Mm -hmm. um, poetry and wisdom literature and some major themes that we're seeing in this book is the fear of the Lord, which we're going to talk about, um, God's transcendence, mm -hmm. godly wisdom versus human foolishness, mm -hmm. and um, you know Jesus himself is wisdom. So Jesus can be yeah. dripping in every page of this as well. Yeah. And can you recap for us the, the three main... Um, kind of divides that you were saying again? What are yeah. these three areas? Yeah, so what you see, at least for um, the like the first the first chunk of the didactic teachings is mm -hmm. literary, rhetorical, and theologic mm -hmm. context uh, for representative portions of uh, of the Proverbs. Mm -hmm. So um, really in the beginning like you like you were saying actually like the theologic foundation of proverbs is what's called the fear of the lord yeah um, and it says uh, the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and in proverbs 
it means like the fear of the Lord is meaning submission to the will of God. So mm-hmm. this book is all meant to help us uh, submit to the will of God in our life for um, like for that ability to to live an abundant life yeah. in accordance with God's will. Right. And I think just even conversationally when I'm talking to people about the fear of God, because if you're not if you're not um, someone that has walked with the Lord a long time, you hear fear of God and you're like, wait, I thought God's not punishing. I thought he's not mm-hmm. this angry God. Um, why are, I thought I'm not supposed to live in fear. And you are correct. <laughs> fear of God is very different than an earthly kind of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, in, its, in its core, it is awe, wonder, reverence, um, o- like obedience mm-hmm. um, deep within you. Um, it, it, there is that kind of like the holiness of God that makes you want to fall flat on your face. You yeah. know, um, you know, nowadays that brand fear of God is like mm. uh, popularized. I think it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I wonder what the world thinks of, of that just an everyday person, <laughs> but, um, regardless, it can spark some conversation and it's like, what, what happened in the early church when, when the fear of God was present? I mean, there was awe, there was wonder, you know, whether it was miraculous things taking place, whether it was the preaching of the word with boldness, mm-hmm. whether it was Ananias and Sapphira dropping dead in church because they had mm-hmm. um, been deceiving, like that causes the fear of the Lord. Yeah. And so there's, there, there's different like, oh, God is real. He is God. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the obedience piece is a huge um, kind of integrated into it, woven into it as well as a fruit of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's really key with um, obedience is I think in our day and age, obedience is seen as like, there's this oppressive person telling you to obey. Mm-hmm. Um, but really for us in the kingdom, that's like the farthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, in order for us to appropriate the fullness of God in our lives, we have to obey Yeah. Um, because we want the best thing for our lives. Uh-huh. So it's, actually directly related it's not it's like proportionally um it 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 makes sense proportionally also by the degree by which we can obey god actually is also the the degree by which we can live fully in the will of god Mm -hmm. because we can't obey we can't disobey god and then want and get all of the good things from him you know it doesn't really work like that Mm -hmm. i think that it really just, it's not like this immediate instant gratification thing. It's like yeah. we need to steadily obey in what God has been giving us and making us responsible with and blessing us with and giving us revelation on. And, and those are the things that we hold in tension mm. um, and mm-hmm. we have to obey in those things. And then um, you see just like the direct repercussion of that obedience is mm-hmm. is good things, is mm-hmm. blessing. It's it's. It's just a, it's like a formula that was put into uh, the universe, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. All right, let's jump in for for our kind of second half of um, specifically anxiety. Um, When when people are struggling with anxiety, it makes it difficult to be around certain people. Like there's kind of Mm -hmm. sometimes just like a hiddenness that takes place within someone or protectiveness. Mm. They don't want to open up. They don't want to get near. That causes um, even further removal in certain relationships. Um, 
you know, you go to uh, very gr- groups or church or your class or work, and you can kind of be crippled under this anxiety, mm-hmm. and you're not functioning in who you were made to be. In yeah. fact, um, there's there's research research that shows that when you are in anxiety, you are not able to access the part of your brain of creativity and solutions. So you're in fight or flight mode, and mm-hmm. um, and therefore you're really buckled under yeah. under the the fear, the worry, the anxiety that comes at you, yeah. and. Um, I have to say with confidence that the only true freedom from anxiety is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to continue to be um, anxious. Like we could give you some like breathing techniques. We could give you like mm-hmm. get out in nature, mm-hmm. um, prioritize, set boundaries. These are all like there is wisdom in that. Those are kingdom principles. Mm-hmm. But ultimate freedom and gaining anxiety is going to come through life in Jesus. Yeah. And so I want to um, kind of examine some verses um, I was in actually Proverbs 2 today, um, as well as in Psalm 56, and I feel like there's, I felt like there's some keys there for us. Um, so, so maybe we can kind of rattle through some of these and, and see what comes forth. And we can talk too about yeah. like what's helped us personally through. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. One thing I would add, also add is like anxiety is, um, a really quick, like gateway into other negative experiences like negative emotions or um like in anxiety it's often accompanied by fear it's often accompanied by depression or Mm. um, sadness or feelings of loneliness so like anxiety it the goal is not to like suppress anxiety or to like control or um like deal with it Mm -hmm for a moment it's to get freedom from it to mm-hmm. actually be established in a lifestyle and in yeah. a in a way of life that does not yield the fruit of anxiety that's right um, if we're yielding mm-hmm. the fruit of anxiety there uh there are things that are scriptural that are in the way of the kingdom of god that can and will directly shift to bring mm-hmm. hope and faith and mm-hmm. love that actually, um, that, that anxiety is actually not able to have life. In yes. That. So I thought maybe what could be cool is I can read some of these like most known scriptures on overcoming anxiety. Mm. And what we can do as we're just letting it kind of wash over us is look at what are the, what are the parallels that you're seeing? Like, what are the things mm-hmm. that stand out of like common themes and words? Yeah. So there's Philippians four, Six and seven is probably the the best known verse. It's uh, be anxious for nothing. And so it's really like a command command as well as an encouragement. Mm -hmm. But in in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right away, if there's a command here, God always gives the grace enabling power for his commands in his people. Amen. So that's A, it's possible. Yeah. Um, and then it says in everything. So in every area that you are facing anxiety, this is what you do. Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So there's like, turn to God. Like, thanksgiving is a key. Um, mm-hmm. Let your request be made known to him. Like, give it over to him. I, yeah. um, I think we're going to see that trust Trust in God is one of the, the greatest antidotes to anxiety. 
and the peace yeah. of God, which surpasses understanding, this will be the fruit. The peace of God will will move through through you, even if your circumstances don't mm-hmm. change. That surpasses all understanding. So you don't have you don't even have to get it all in your brain, <laughs> and that's what's going to guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I even have one on First Peter five six through nine says, and I with this one, I think just here like process here like okay this this is a process actually it says humble yourselves therefore under god's mighty hand so that in due time he may exalt you cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you be sober minded and alert your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour resist him Mm -hmm. standing firm in your faith and in the knowledge that your brothers throughout the world are going through the same kinds of suffering Mm -hmm. um so in this you see humble yourselves before god and know that he cares and loves you and casting by casting all of your anxiety upon him you can like glean that peace that is promised for those that that love him it says that um that he keeps him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him um who and because he trusts in you Mm -hmm. so as the the word says it's he will keep you in perfect peace as your mind is stayed upon him because you trust in him Mm -hmm. to trust in the lord and that kind of brings me to this um, kind of this process that the Lord was taking me on. Mm-hmm. Um, just that, like, I kept hearing this phrase that, like, anxiety wavers with the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes I see this as, as a nurse. I see patients come in and they have, uh, they're worried, they're mm-hmm. fearful, they're filled with anxiety. Yeah. But then right when we get the labs back or we get, uh, we get hard facts, truth, yeah they're instantly they instantly change they instantly start asking for water they instantly mm-hmm. start asking for food and you can see exactly the truth of what um tommy was saying mm-hmm. that your what's called your sympathetic nervous system is kicking in mm-hmm. when you're anxious and that's your fight or flight mode that's mm-hmm. your your heart rate increases your muscles are more activated you're basically you're able to either fight flight or freeze basically mm-hmm. and when you the truth comes your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in and then all of a sudden you're hungry you're thirsty yeah. you're you're wanting to to rest and eat that's that's the process you yeah. know so um in the midst of the the truth we can mm-hmm. we can look at what is the truth that we're meant to be grounded in well it's yeah. clearly the truth of god's love the truth of scripture god's mm-hmm. way towards us which is he is he loves us right in mm-hmm. first peter he says he cares for you yeah. like that is a mainstay we need to believe that god get like his his, his like perspective towards us his disposition towards us mm-hmm. is that of love like that yeah. of absolute like i love you yeah just the revelation of that truth alone will bring you freedom yeah like knowing his nature and what he's like brings freedom mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of fear and anxiety is coming from lies that we're believing anyway. Yeah. So he's revealing his truth through his, his word. Spend, spend time in the word. That will help. Yeah. Um, and then what God's also revealing, yeah. um, that, that the trust comes when, when the truth is made tangible. Yeah. And you actually start to take ownership of 
of the truth of who God is. Yeah. And, and can you, mm-hmm. like, as you talk about lies, like, mm-hmm. what can we do in our own brains, in our private individual mm-hmm. selves to yeah. actually, like, not believe lies? Yeah, exactly. I was, I was thinking this would be perfect to kind of share, like, when I'm anxious, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah. Like, not to make it a formula, but, like, what actually helps over time? Um, I would say the number one thing I do when I am anxious about something and just like knotted up, tension in my shoulders, whatever it is, pit in my stomach. Yeah, huge. Like take time with Jesus. Like <laughs> go to the Father. Yeah. Like I swear to you that that's the solution for almost everything. Mm-hmm. Take time with the Father. Yeah. If I get out my journal and I start writing to the Lord, like my prayer before him, and then I do listening prayer, like, mm. okay, um, Sometimes I write, Dad, I don't know what to do. Dad, yeah. I am stuck. I am knotted up. What do you want to say about this? Yeah. Is there something that I'm believing that's false? Like, what do you have to say? Mm-hmm. And the voice of God will come through scriptures he gives. Yeah, it will come through um, visions. It will come through peace even before the solution comes. Mm. And yeah. to me, like time with God, journaling, like even if it takes a few days or a few weeks on like some of the bigger things, yeah. Um, there's nothing like that tangible move of God when He when He comes in and um, yeah. expels the the pressures and the lies and the. Yeah. Um, it's like first of all knowing that He's with me and for me. Yeah. Um, actually, let me read that. I was in Psalm fifty six. Um, and um, Psalm 56 is all about trusting God. And it's, um, um, with God on my side, I will not be afraid of what comes. <laughs> that, that alone, too, he's on your side, I will not be afraid yeah. of what comes. Um, and then it talks about like God, how he, he, he keeps track of our tears, our weeping and our wandering. Mm. And he stores our tears in a bottle. Yeah. Um, um, and then it says, the very moment I call out to you for a father's help, the, the tide of the battle turns, my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. What harm could man do to me? With God on my side, I will not be afraid of what comes. Yeah. And then it talks about like trusting in him with all of our heart, responding with thanksgiving and gratitude. Yeah. And it changes your perspective of the thing right in front of you that is so troubling and it lifts you above with thanksgiving. Like God sh- has shown up. He is showing up. He will show up. And, yeah. and it says, so that I can walk before the Lord bathed in his light-giving light. Yeah. And so to me, it's like if you're, if you're bathed in his light-giving life, to me that means you're also, um, when you are coming before him, mm-hmm. like I said, I love journaling. I'm also writing down like, are there areas I need to repent? Is there Are there sin issues yeah. in my life? Am I not being obedient in certain areas? Yeah. Lord, search me. Like, Holy Spirit, search me. I He yeah. will. Yeah. Like, if you sit with him and you're like, Holy Spirit, is there anything off? Is there anything I've placed in the God spot? Like, yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you speak to me? Because, like, those are the areas, too, of, like, darkness and sin and, like, compromise that will also riddle you with anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so when you start to let go, that's why we're casting our cares on God. Yeah. That's why um, um, That's why we don't have to be anxious about tomorrow. 
that's why we can trust in the Lord uh, with all with all of our heart. Proverbs three. Yeah. Um. And. Yeah, it's when we it's uh, Psalm thirty four. I sought the Lord; He answered me; He delivered me from all my fears. Wow. It's He, he sought the Lord. Yeah. He He took time. Yeah. And the Lord answered him. Yeah. And so. To me, it doesn't even have to be that complicated. Yeah. Like, connect with the Father. What is he saying? What is mm-hmm. he doing? And I know sometimes when you're all knotted up, it's hard to be like, just connect with the Father. Yeah. But I got to say, that's where that's where the peace comes, because yeah. he is peace. That's where the love comes, because he is love. Yeah. Get bathed in his light. Let yeah. the light of his face shine upon you, your heart. Um, and... Peace will be the fruit of it. Anxiety will unknot under the yeah. oil of Jesus. Yeah. And I would also add, like, for for me, it's, like, I have hope that God will speak specifically to yeah. each of us. Like, mm-hmm. as, you know, some of these things that we get anxious about, they're not necessarily, like, these super big and broad things. Sometimes they're very specific, like, this happened mm-hmm. and I am anxious about it. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to know that, like, the Lord is spoken through His Word, and mm-hmm. He speaks to us directly, and He will give us the yeah. uh, spirit of re- wisdom and revelation yes. as to how to combat a specific lie we're believing. Yes. So, like, uh, for example, like, if we're, like, for me... It's kind of weird. I'm like 30 years old and healthy and all this stuff. But mm. I get like, I think because I'm a nurse, it it comes on to me as like health problems, you know? Mm-hmm. I see really a lot of like hardship and a lot of really sad stories. Mm. Um, so oftentimes I'm like, oh, I have a pain here. Maybe I have cancer. You know, like that's, uh-huh. it's super lame, but it happens. Yeah. And yeah, I, I have a scripture that I go to and I do mm-hmm. business with the Lord in. And it's, it's like Psalm 91. It says... That oh, yeah. um, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that mm-hmm. walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your right, at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it yeah. shall not come near you. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of verses that I go to specifically. I remember that that one helped me when I was really young. Of mm-hmm. like, man, I I'm so scared of nighttime and like being mm. sick and this and that and the other. And yeah, Psalm 91 is like classic. Yeah, like the go-to protection yeah. of the Lord warfare warfare of your life. Yeah. Mm. and I think like to know that when we do establish ourselves in certain things, that anxiety is actually starved. It doesn't have fruit. It doesn't have uh, fuel to be fire anymore. Like yeah. it's starved of life when we can be excelling in uh, faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. So like when we are stepping out and when we can have faith in God, mm-hmm. what, like anxiety doesn't really have a place because it comes up against a wall, which is our faith. Yeah. Our faith that God has done things Mm -hmm. for us and that he is doing things for us and that he will do things for us that's right and hope also is another one that as we remain steadfast in hope Mm -hmm. that despite all circumstances god has good for us Mm -hmm. that is also scripture that he works all things to the good of those that love him and are called according to his purposes if we are Mm -hmm. saved if we are in right standing with god we can know without any shadow of a doubt that 
what we are going through is mm-hmm. for a purpose and that yeah. God will ultimately yield a benefit. Maybe yeah. not in this life, maybe not uh, not like something we can see. Mm-hmm. However, there is good that comes from it. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is love. Like if we love God, if we genuinely yeah. have love for God that abounds in our hearts and we foster mm-hmm. that thing and we, we bring in the oil of the Holy Spirit to, to really bring us into uh, a tender, loving uh, intimacy with God. Yeah. Like, the, like anxiety doesn't really have a place to stand among those three things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like just in general, we, we need to be people that, that really trust that God will touch us in provision and healing and emotional support mm-hmm. and that he does have a positive disposition towards us. Yeah. I think in Western society, in this Western enlightenment, post-enlightenment experience, we see God as this, this person in the sky who isn't really intimate with us and mm-hmm. doesn't care so much about us. But that, yeah. frankly, I got to tell you, that's not my God. My mm-hmm. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, mm-hmm. the one that has been coming that has come and that will come in the future to liberate all of us from yeah. this this evil wicked world that we live in and establish everlasting righteousness that he will fulfill all prophecy that he will come and he will he, he will establish a kingdom that will never end mm-hmm. um, and having that perspective i know you're talking about some big themes there but you kind of have to have that big theme to be mm-hmm. free of anxiety because most anxiety comes when we're self-consumed, yeah. like self-obsessed. Yeah. And if you if you really come into this place of this life is not my own, I've been harping on that for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. This life is not my own. We 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 have been taught that we have all these rights. We have been taught that um, self entitlement, honestly. Yeah. And, and when you're when you're groomed into that, you're gonna be anxious because yeah. everything is about you. And like, yeah. I have to make this happen. I have to get this done. And rather than living a life surrendered to God, yeah. it's so freeing, actually, if you are a servant of the Lord and you're like, this life is not mine. This is for him. Therefore, I'm just giving my best, my faithfulness, my simple life before him. Yeah. And it takes all the pressure away. So freeing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's the best thing ever. And then when yeah. he does breathe with responsibility and like, numbers and whatever it is of increase it's you've been you've been learning all along like to hold it with open hands yeah and then you're you're still not living under that pressure of anxiety yeah so i think those are some of the most freeing things um i want to just go back here to end um from proverbs 2 um i love what it's talking about with searching for wisdom Mm. and it's like so often um People are like, well, what do I, what do I do? Where do I start when I have anxiety? The starting point is call out to the Lord, <laughs> like, mm. like cry out to Him, whatever that looks like for you. And even here in this, you'll see, you'll see that all through the Psalms. But I love here too in Proverbs, um, two, and it's like, call out for insight, raise your voice for understanding, seek it like silver, search for it for, uh, for, uh, as if for hidden treasures. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. The Lord will give wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge, understanding, which is really what you need when you are anxious. You need a word of the Lord that brings truth and power and understanding and freedom. 
And then I love that it says that he is a shield for those who walk in integrity. He guards the path of yeah. justice and watches over the way of his saints. That's you guys. That's his the, his followers. He watches over you. Uh, and the, the rest of this is all about like when you go off the path, it says like men whose path are crooked, devious, sinful. You, you don't have that protection and peace. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then it goes on and it's like, but when you're on... If you walk in the way of good and keep the paths of righteousness, for the upright, they will inherit the land. That also just means like you'll walk in your destiny. Yeah. You'll actually be walking in what your calling is and have that peace. Yeah. And those with integrity will remain in it. Um, but it gives that warning. Like the wicked, those who are walking in sin, you're going to be cut off from your inheritance, cut yeah. off from the land, and it's going to be treacherous for you. Yeah. So I, I love that Proverbs just kind of cuts through. It's like, hey... It's very clear. Yeah. Literally, if you're following the Lord and and yielded before him, you're going to walk in peace. Yeah. You're going to be free of anxiety um, or at least like know how to bring that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you're going to inherit what you were what God dreamed in his heart for your life. Yeah. That's how you walk into it. Yeah. But if you keep turning to to sin or to uh, the ways of this world, you are going to be riddled with anxiety mm-hmm. because you're not you're not walking in your God-designed destiny. Yeah, I think that's huge. Of, I really think that um, what is being illuminated in this time, especially because we're going through Proverbs mm-hmm. um, and we're going through wisdom, I think the paths are being illuminated. Yes. The path of like path of God and the way Mm -hmm. of God and then the path of the devil and the way of the devil. Like Mm. those two paths have specific fruit that they yield. They have specific practices that they yield Mm -hmm. and they also have like foundational beliefs that they hold. Mm -hmm. So like if we're believing lies and we're living in sin, we're going to yield the fruit of that reality and that's going to be things like anxiety, fear, pain, um, all those things. But if we're living... In the truth, which is all of God's word, all of his love for us, his mm-hmm. wisdom towards us, everything that he has given us, and then the truth of Jesus and all the commandments that we are to follow as mm-hmm. believers, we will yield yeah. without a shadow of a doubt mm-hmm. the fruits of righteousness, the yes. fruits of peace, patience, love, hope. Like all of those things, mm-hmm. all of the fruits of the spirit, all of wisdom in and of itself, mm-hmm. we will yield those fruits. Yeah. And then because of those fr- internal fruits that we are yielding mm-hmm. by just living holy lives and understanding God's heart and uh, mind towards us, mm-hmm. we will then also be able to order uh, chaos out of this world. Like yeah. we will bring order from chaos, just like... Um, how like we were talking about wisdom um i just wanted to maybe end with this part of like as tom was talking about like immediately wisdom Mm. is praised for her role in creation Mm. for um how god acquired her before all else and through her he gave order out of chaos and the hope or the, the the offer to us is that as we are humans, we yeah. can take part in the work of God yes. to make order out of chaos in yeah. this world. Amazing. So um, we want you guys to have incredible discussion in your group. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I want to motivate you guys take time this week. Like, um, there's nothing that replaces 
personal time with the Lord in his word, in Mm -hmm. prayer, in journaling, going for a prayer walk, seek the Lord, cast your cares before him. Um, And then, yeah, maybe in your groups, talk about what that's like for you guys. Mm. Um, So we just want to bless you guys in that. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, breathe on each and every person listening. Um, Guide them. Thank you that you are the vine Mm. and we are the branches. Let the sap of the Holy Spirit move through us. Uh, Father God, um, prune us, nurture us, garden us. And thank you, Jesus, that that you are the vine. You are life. Let your life flow through us in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for joining, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, guys.